You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, and it's Chris Meany, and yes, indeed, it was a fun night of DFS last night. Oh, my goodness, Chris Meany, the Twitter verse was a buzz with the On Deck podcast for MLB with Line Star because not only did we turn our keys correctly on our home run call, that we turned the same key on the same guy. And we never planned this. Chris and I never planned. We don't even talk, basically. We come to the show, and then we do the show. We don't pre-game a lot of stuff, not not hardly anything. We come in here, we rock the show. And when the Freddie Freeman thing happened, I refused to go off of my pick. Chris has his pick yesterday. And then Nitro DFS, our boy Ryan Humphreys had Freddie Freeman as well. He went yard. Not only did he hit a bomb, but... Then my secondary guy was like, well, I got to give a second one anyway. It was Austin Meadows. He hit a bomb. We won a bunch of people money. Did you see Fred Millionaire? Did you oh, see him? He turned 1000 to 3500 Yeah, did I ever. Well done, Fred Millionaire. Well done. Right? Basically, yeah. he played the parlay you laid out there last night. I mean, just crazy, man. Crazy. Yeah, it was a, it was a good night. I could sense the smile on your voice uh, when you started the show. It, it fires oh, me yeah. up. I, I loved uh, Nitro DFS, Joe walking up to the mic. To record on deck tomorrow was that pitbull uh, by the way in that meme i think it was i think pitbull, it was uh, i think it's connor i think it's me. connor mcgregor was it connor yeah. mcgregor it's to oh, him or right, pitbull is one head. of the two yeah <laughs> pitbull would be more appropriate for me i i think i think i could be pitbull for halloween this year i really for do sure. i think i could pull off the white sh- the, the white suit and the whole thing and the, the little beard i could do it <laughs> i think you should give it a go you know i was heavy power nap yesterday and i could hear the phone like buzz with the like a bunch in a row and i'm like what is going on just like twitter right away i was like oh freddie freeman must have went yard <laughs> and then i saw nitro dfs dfs had him as well so yeah it was a, it was a good day overall we got some props right the mets got the sweep the jays are hot we got the over there we got the over with boston and with the rays as well um overall it was a pretty good day it, it really oh was God. look we told you in the afternoon slate go simple with wheeler and get guys like cano in the lineup cano went yard uh, that was like, it was just perfect. Like that. we couldn't ask for anything better there in the afternoon. So that was like basically the afternoon strategy. We tried to keep it as simple as possible. And, and there it was, uh, we got 13 runs in the race Red Sox game and Austin Meadows with a 17th home run there, but Bogarts hit two and Betts hit one too. So, you know, those guys that we all talked about still good. Certainly there were enough runs there. Uh, the Blue Jays, uh, unfortunately, Asher Wajahashki was not good. Okay, no, uh, and, he, and he left the game, too, with an injury. But he was he not good from the get-go, though. No. He wasn't, but he left the game with an injury. So we can wish him all the best there. So that was kind of a bummer. Injuries happen. What are you going to do? That's just part of it. But Vlad Guerrero, by the way, two home runs in this one. Look, this is our window here to keep using Vlad before the price goes through the roof because he's starting to become the guy everybody thought he would be immediately yeah. and no one has patience for Garrett Cole. Well, how about a W? How about one earned run? How about uh, how about that? Yeah. Jack Flaherty at home. Money at shutout home. inning. That's, That's what you two want there, like, unbelievable starts in a row from him now. Yeah. So hopefully he's turning things around and we can buy in. He was the other guy who was like, look. He's he's the tournament play. He's in that range. That's what you want. Fate, you know, especially with Lester being so bad on the road, and he was yet yeah, again. Yeah. 
Uh, Kershaw was Kershaw, exactly what we thought he would be. So Kershaw and, and Cole, look, I know sometimes it's boring to say, oh, it's the chalk play of this and that, but we also got freed right too. You know, I mean, I know it was a shortened game and all that, but it's that's too bad actually. With, I know that's the beauty Freed. of it though. Right. Yeah, because Freeman, we got the Freeman home run and a shortened game. I mean, that's, I that mean, is the beauty of that. You know, Freed is 12 and four in the year. I mean, he gets the run support. He keeps the ball relatively for the most part on the ground. He's got great. It was all about price yesterday him. for him. It was what all was about price. Something yesterday. Yeah, he was. I think he was five, eight, perhaps. But yeah, he went four innings, four K four. He was completely on his way. Uh, and, and then obviously the weather, but you know, that's good. We were on it. And I think that the big takeaway is just the reds. I think we can, you know, attack their lineup. I think we can target pitchers against them. Yeah, I would agree. So, uh, I would say a minus, right? We got to take the minus on the Asher watch house but everything yep, else definitely. was just money. We can't give ourselves that full a or the a plus it was, no. it was trending like an a plus, but, uh, let, let's just put it this way. We got a lot of positive feedback and, the most amazing part is, Chris, the show is growing in a time where baseball usually starts to wane when football's starting, and we're doing our biggest numbers, which is unbelievable. And I want to thank everybody out there who's downloading and listening to the show. And if you're just coming to us now, where have you been? I mean, come on. We're we're exciting. We're fun. We wrap it up in a half hour for you. What's better than that? So uh, go subscribe to uh, On Deck and subscribe to the Pre-Snap, which is our football show. We've just turned the page. Happy August, Chris Meany. We're moving into August now, yes. and starting next week, we're going to be working these football shows in. So you'll probably get one less baseball show. That's okay. So instead of the weekend preview, we'll do the football show, and that'll be out there. So get ready for that. Go, 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 go. Get ahead of yourselves there, and go and uh, subscribe to the pre-snap right here on the Line Star app. It's everywhere. It's Google. It's Stitcher. It's it's iTunes. It's it's every. I don't know. My pod, everywhere, your pod, you MySpace yeah. podcasting. I don't know all kinds Very of places. Yeah, very <laughs> even <laughs> even fake places you can listen to podcasts that I just made up, which is fun. I could make up a podcast feed, and you wouldn't know the difference. I wouldn't. No, you know you could listen to it on Happycast. Everybody you listens should. to things on Happycast, right? And you should <laughs> listen to an Happycast. Sounds amazing. <laughs> oh God! And make sure you get your fantasy football black book 2019 while you're at it, because yes. we are number one with a bullet right now. Had our first football game last night. So, yeah, in the NFL. So, it is here. Uh, We had a Broncos win at the end, 14-10. But, yeah, as you said, you know, get the black book. Get yourself prepared for the fantasy football season. It'll help you out DFS-wise in there as well and season-long if you're just playing season-long. And, you know, we're going to talk football, like you said. Yeah. These next couple weeks, we're going to be previewing positions. I know a lot of people, we just started the show last year during football season and we had a change in hosts and stuff like that. And then Chris came in and um, by, by my recommendation, by the way, because he's so damn good at this. And we really had a magical run to the end of football season. So now I expect all you baseball people to come join us over there in football too, because we plan on crushing it in September too. It's going to be amazing. Uh, so let's get at it because that was yesterday and today's a new day. Yes, it is. So uh, Aaron Sanchez, we love seeing Aaron Sanchez, Aaron Brooks. The Battle of the Aarons in Baltimore. Vlad Guerrero Jr., 3.4 on FanDuel. The DK price has already risen up to 4.5. Um, so right off the bat here, just like I was talking about, you got also Bobachet at 4.2. Bobachet just 3 over on FanDuel. So today, Bichette at the top of this order, love it at 3. Love Kevin Biggio at 3.6. Love Vlad at 3.4. I'll even skip Guriel in there because I actually think the other Three guys are better value return on investment, even as a hundred dollar difference. And on the other side of this one, too, Santander at three six hitting in the three hole. I really like him. I think this is like the sneaky 
stack of the night. Villar at 3-2. I'm going to kind of be in this game. There's no uh, there's no total on it yet, but I don't know, Chris. I feel pretty good about some cheap offense from this one. Love the Jays. The kids are all right. I mean, you the mentioned them all. The kids are all right. Vlad, Bo, Biggio. I mean, they, they're all good. They've scored at least seven runs, the Jays, in five of their past six games. I mean, they enter in a four-game winning streak. Vlad has eight multi-hit games and 21 RBI in his last 12. Bo is eight for 18 with a home run to start his career. He's only played four games, those last three from the leadoff spot. And Biggio only has nine runs and two homers in his last six. And they're stupid cheap on FanDuel. They really are. We've been talking about the Jays. I mean, you've been on them since the Rays series, and they're scoring runs, right? So they've hit that seven-run total in five of their last six. Yesterday, they had a 4.5 team implied total. They hit that early on. So you mentioned all their prices on FanDuel. I love them. both three, Vlad, three, four, Vizio, three, six. I'm, I'm all over the Jays again today. I think they roll. All right, there you go. So let's move on here to the next one. And the next one we've got is the Mets in Pittsburgh against the irate Pirates and Trevor Wilson. We got uh, Stephen Matz on the hill here at 7.8. Uh, it's not a terrible spot here for him. 7-7 seven, seven on DK. He's definitely in the conversation tonight. Uh, the pitching is a little spotty here tonight. But in terms of secondary arms, I don't hate Matz here. I think this is a good opportunity for him against this Pirates lineup. Uh, the bottom of this lineup is not very thrilling at all. Josh Bell, we've talked about, has been quiet. The only guy, as long as you pitch around Marte in this lineup right now, I think you're pretty good. Uh, Cano's value on DK is just 3-2, coming off another dinger. He's had a much better run here since the All-Star break. The price hasn't caught up. It was only a matter of time because he's a professional hitter. And again, this you know Jeff McNeil, a professional hitter, 3-1 on FanDuel. Robinson Cano, 2.5. Even Pete Alonso is down to yeah. 3.9. So, and you're looking at a lot of opportunity here with this Mets lineup. And I think this is another one where, look, Trevor Williams, he's not a great fantasy pitcher. He's an okay no. real-life pitcher. He's not great. He's just, you know, to me, I think this is another one where there's opportunity here to save. And you're going to need to save later on because, of course, there's there's always offense for us to, that we're going to be targeting later. But I think this is another value lineup tonight with the Mets. Yeah, and and Steven Matz, I mean, he's Line Star's biggest value of the night. He's fresh off a complete game shutout against these very same Pirates. I mean, the Mets have won seven straight. We are all over them every single day at the end yep. of the show. We had them against the White Sox. They've won seven straight ball games. Matz has allowed two or fewer in six they're straight ruining starts. It. They're ruining it, Chris. Yeah, they're, they're gonna br- they're setting it up to break your heart, is what they're, they're doing. Care, and I'm gonna be so mad. I'm gonna yeah. throw something at the TV when it's all said and done. <laughs> For so sure. Mad. But Trevor Williams is allowed at least one homer in seven straight, twelve over that span. And you mentioned all the lefties i mean lefties are slashing 329 373 538 and a woba that's flirting with 400 so mcneil conforto cano those guys are all on home run watch watch and and you're right about alonzo his prices dropped down to fanduel where you just got to plug him in you can't ignore it you know yeah yeah he's and uh, a little bit but don't worry about yeah that. no it's fine uh jason vargas uh seven four against him on nova seven the problem with my vargas price here is that matt's is like the same and i like matt's so much more in this same. one eventually. so yeah. uh, that's a hard pass for me uh, and look, it's good to see Real Muto hitting a little bit better. Uh, you know, I, 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 there's something that I want to go down that stupid Bryce Harper well again tonight against I know, Nova. same as Nova. I know, I really want to, but no, I can't trust I him. Nova's I been a little bit him. better lately. He does give up a lot of contact. If you're going to do it, make sure it's tournaments like maybe Harper, Hoskins, and maybe Dickerson if you're playing on FanDuel. I wouldn't go like Dickerson is 4 8 on DraftKings. Like, what are they doing? He's all of a sudden the most expensive guy in Philadelphia's lineup. He hasn't done anything all year. Like, I don't understand that at all. But if you're playing on FanDuel, he's 2-6. Like, look at the price difference. He's 2-6 on FanDuel. That's where he should be. FanDuel is actually, you know, sharpening up a little bit with some of their pricing. I don't understand it on DK, but 
Fanduel. Yeah, well, Fanduel. The only thing I'll throw out there is Loya Man is two eight. You know, I think it's only a matter of time. Oh it's yeah, kind of like for the sure. Vlad thing. So you know, this is a good spot for him against Vargas tonight in that ballpark. So just just throwing that out there. He's a lineup builder tonight, but I don't want to get too much into involved with the rest of these guys. Eduardo Rodriguez, who has a good record against the Yankees, against James Paxton. So here you go. I mean, we've been very we've been very good about picking our spots with Paxton and then picking on Paxton, and we're picked on him lately. And I'm gonna pick on him again today because I think the right-handed bats in this Red Sox lineup are going to eat him for lunch again, and it's going to be Betts and Bogarts and the same old guys, and it's going to be J.D. Again, Xander 4, J.D. 4.1. This is why I went to the top early on with these uh, guys over in, in Toronto and and some of the Mets guys too because this is how you get involved here against Paxson tonight, and I want to. And on the flip side too, a fair amount of the right-handed bats in this line, Yankees lineup too, and running Carnacion at 4-1. Aaron Hicks hitting in the three holes, a great value at 3-5. I mean, he's like yeah, the value of the so. night for me. And, uh, you know, even Torres at 3-7, you're going down there to the rest. Cameron Maben at 2.5, got a hit the other day, a big one. Uh, so that's an even, another spot, too, when that lineup comes out. Check the bottom of that order to see if there's like a, a free square, as we like to call it on the show. But uh, the over-under in this one is 10, right? Yeah, I've already, so, I've already hammered the over. Uh, yeah, yeah, hammered the over in this yeah. one. So. I've, did I Absolutely. miss anything here? <laughs> you didn't. Just the fact that Paxson has allowed seven homers in his last three starts. So, yeah, I just feel pretty strong about the over both sides. You didn't miss anything. I'll just throw out Sam Travis's name again just as a little, you know, GPP lineup builder as somebody who's pretty cheap. All right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know what else to say about this one. Except no, it's it. it. There's going to be runs. It's going well. It's going on. Do fade Ben Attendee. I know he's been hot, but the lefty on lefty, I'm not buying into Agreed. it. It's just not enough upside, you know, yeah, whereas Bogart's. JD, Mookie, they have the big upside there. And I'm willing to pay up for those guys tonight. And that's why you need guys like Cano in the lineup. Guys who are, you know, that two range. Guys like Aloha Jimenez, who's 2-8, who has upside against Vargas. That's what you need. Mike Clevenger at home is going to be cash game chalk tonight. And I think it's it's good chalk. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it at all. Um, he's going against Dylan Peters, the lefty, against the Angels. They will be at home. Now, this is a spot where you said we talked about since the trade. Okay, where are we going to start picking our spots here? It's going to start with Dylan Peters because Puig is 2.9. In this lineup, and Fran Mills 2.8. I want them both. I love this, and I love the fact that Jose Ramirez is in the middle between them. And if that's the lineup that they're going to keep rolling out there, oh, that's yes. a lot of lineup protection for Jose Ramirez. Those three guys, I think that's a that's a, one of the best groupings of the day. I can't believe Puig is 2.9. It's uh, hard to well, believe. Well, again, now DK 4.1 for Puig, 4.8 for Ramirez, 3.9 for Fran Mills. So it's a it's tougher like you almost have to decide do i want to get involved in the yankee red sox or do i'm gonna go clevenger in the cash game and and just stack the uh the indians there i think you're fine either way i honestly i think that'll play that clevenger indian stack all together i got yes. no problem with that and no. but on FanDuel, it's very appealing and i think that actually tracks in tournaments without clevenger Oh, yeah, for sure. It really does. And I mean, it's Clevenger or Lance Lynn tonight, which we'll get to. Those are the top two dogs, and I like them both. I think you can play them in cash. I think you can play them in tournaments. I know the Angels don't strike out a ton, but this is a really good spot for Clevenger and the Cleveland Indians against Peters. And nothing really more to say. I mean, righties have a 43% fly ball rate so far. It's a small sample size, a 49% hard hit rate against Peters. So, I mean, we'll probably see some fireworks set in Cleveland. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next one, which is Kevin Gossman, because I really want to get into this one. Now, since he's been back, 13 innings, 16 strikeouts, one walk, 14 hits. He's gone six innings and seven innings in those two starts. He's got an opportunity tonight against the Reds. He is just 6.3 on FanDuel, and I am all in. I think this is this is how you get 
to play all the Indians, <laughs> all the Yankees, and all the Red Sox on FanDuel. And you're saying, Joe, are you crazy? Kevin Gossman is a standalone pitcher. And I'm going to say, yes, yes, I am crazy. Because, <laughs> because if you look at DK, they're respecting this run that he's on. They're disrespecting the Reds lineup because Gossman's price is 8.3. Still a very good secondary pitcher, Chris. But, 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 but. There is, I, I love the value tonight. I, I don't care if it's high owned. I don't care. I actually think it still won't be because yeah, I, I don't still, think it will be either. Some people are still scared out of their mind and rightfully so, but I think this is the play, man. Kevin Gossman tonight at home against this Reds lineup that has been completely depleted. Uh, I'm all into it tonight and going back to the well with all those guys again in Atlanta too, against Alex Wood, you got the righties too at the top of the order with uh, Acuna, Albies hit from from the right side, and then Donaldson and Duvall, who've been red hot. So there's a lot to like in Atlanta tonight. Yeah, there really is. And I mean, Gossman has had some blow-up starts, you're right, but nine of his 15 have been three runs or fewer. Last year, I mean, he had nine starts with the Braves, and all of them were pretty solid. I mean, none none of them he allowed more than four runs. So really, he's been pretty consistent so far with Atlanta. And talk about a defense behind him. It's through like in the in the outfield and his, his infielders are phenomenal, too. And so I don't I just don't respect this Reds lineup right now. I, I had a hard time respecting it before with Puig in it. Now you take Puig out of that lineup and, you know, you're having a Glacius or Peraza and Winker hitting in the four spot. No, thanks. So I don't mind Gosman. I don't think that he's going to be highly owned at all. And I think Atlanta's going to be able to win this game is another another bet I've already hammered. And it's I got them at minus 142 and talking right now, they're they're close to minus 170. So I think, you know, the public is really starting to push it. I mean, the Reds only have a four implied total. Uh, that's one of the lowest in the board. <clears throat> yeah, this is this is a great opportunity for Gossman here. This is, I think, another seven inning performance for him potentially tonight, like six yep. and two thirds kind of spot. Runs, here. W. Quality yeah. start bridge to the win is much better now. The greens yep. there. There's a lot to like in this. And one Duvall, now. another homer. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I mean, really like, and he's been a guy that's been streaking his career too. And he's locked in right now. He's in a great lineup and facing the old team there. I, I love this one. Love it to death. All right. Tyler Alexander against Lance Lynn. We kind of previewed him a little bit there. Lance Lynn also a very good play tonight. It's funny though, to me, because now that even Cassianos is out of this lineup, this lineup still isn't great yet. The Tigers recently been scoring an S ton of runs have, yeah. and, and none of us have gotten, we haven't gotten on this bandwagon and I don't know why, but you know what? I mean, if you're going up to the board tonight for Clevenger, or, I, I think it makes sense. Now, I don't want if you're going up the board for Lynn, it doesn't because why would you be thinking that? <laughs> like you either like Lance Lynn or you don't. But if you want to look for low ownership and low cost, I can understand the Tigers lineup just because, I frankly, they've been producing. And I, I don't know it's like that Giants thing where we kept looking at it and kept looking yeah. at each other, going, "What the hell is happening here?" And then you know there there it is. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of lost here. You you take it because I'm done. I got nothing. <laughs> well, they have been scoring, but they've they've been beaten up on some pretty bad pitching in Seattle and L.A. And and I think you know if you're going to play this weekend, you should have them on your radar after Lancelin. I think maybe Saturday Sunday they should be able to score some runs. Continue to score some runs in what is a good environment against Texas. You know their bullpen is not great either, but I do like Lancelin tonight. I think he could do enough. I mean, Tigers strike out more than anybody in baseball, so he should be able to rack up seven to ten K. Uh, maybe get the win here. Tyler Alexander is not going to go deep in the game. And then it's going to turn over to the Detroit bullpen. So uh, you're right about Detroit. I mean, we we mentioned Miggy. I think Miggy at 2-9. I mean, that's somebody I would definitely roll yeah, the dice with. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Candelario, <laughs> uh, maybe I would, I'd go that way at 2-8. Brendan Dixon actually has been one of the hotter baseball he's players. He's been the guy, yeah. Yeah, he has been the guy. Um, he's, had a, he's had a heck of a July. And now so, he's in the middle of that order now. Yeah, he's, so he's that's the one. Yeah. That's where you want. All right. Wade Miley at home 
also will be very popular tonight as he should be against Kikuchi. Uh, they're going to crush him. Uh, we talked about Bregman being cheaper. And again, he's still cheaper on DraftKings at 4'6". He's still 3'8". Right. So yeah, big night. So stay with, stay with the Alex Bregman because I think tonight's another one of those big nights for him. Also, Carlos Correa. I don't want to spend a whole bunch of time on this one because I think this is just kind of rote. You so, can't. Yeah, exactly. I, I will say hammer. You you got to hammer Houston by two. I mean, that's the word of the day. Hammer Houston yeah, by two hammer. minus one fifty. I mean, you're yeah, at you one point nine two ERA over fifty six innings for Miley at home. So they're going to yeah. win this one pretty easily. Agreed. All right. Martin Perez at home against Glenn Sparkman, uh, who, uh, <laughs> you know, is, is a friend of the show. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Martin Perez there. Uh, you know, there's another one, too. I'm just I, I don't. Don't care about either of pitchers tonight. I do care about Mitch Garver at 3-6 and Eddie Rosario at 3-7. Get Cruz back in the lineup now, too. Kepler's been swinging a hot bat. It's still all the twins, the same thing. I just don't know if we can – I mean, look, I'm, it's not – they're still productive. If you want the alternative tonight, if you want to go away from Yankees Red Sox because of the ownership, then I think the twins and Astros are the two teams that you kind of go at home with and fade away from it altogether. I think that's perfectly fine. Uh, so that's – I think that's my biggest takeaway is that's the alternative – if again, you don't want to end up in Colorado, which is also on the board tonight, which is another reason why I love Gossman so much because he allows me all the all the Colorado exposure possible. Yeah, he does, and you're right. Everybody's going to go to Boston and New York. I'd I would much rather go to Houston to be honest with you. They're my favorite stack of the night. Uh, but the Twins, they should be able to do enough damage against Sparkman. I, I like the lefties in their lineup, Kepler and, and Eddie Rosario. Kepler is is another guy who had a phenomenal July. I mean, eight home runs. He's top six i believe in the league in home runs i i think he hit another one yesterday so atop the order i know he's five two on DraftKings. he's really hard to to roll out there but again on fandle four four is not a bad price so th- that's where i would go i think you said it perfectly after that boston game minnesota and houston but i really like the astros all right peter lambert at home against the giants in colorado oh, right. here and uh look if for me with this one it's david dollar three five i don't know why he's so damn cheap still it's kind of crazy. It's oh, just, dear. it makes no sense to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now I'm not on DK five, two on DK, but if I do, nope, three, five, it's like, they don't get it. I, I don't understand, but fine. I'll take it. Uh, Trevor story is a nice value at four, one, two. Um, and then of course, Daniel Murphy at three, four, and that's the good spot there. What about the other side of this one? Uh, anybody from San Francisco against Lambert tonight, you got your eye on, is it Sandoval or is it the newly acquired scooter? Maybe making a little bit of a buzz tonight. Yeah, actually, Scooter's not a bad call. It looks like he could potentially three, hit in the cleanup three, spot. Three two. Yeah. yeah, that's that's where I would go. I know, like it's it's Colorado, and it's amazing that the Rockies are are home underdogs here. But I, I just can't. I just don't want to go there. I know it's San Fran and Colorado. I just don't want to go there from the San Fran side of things. I'd rather just take the cheap bats in, in Toronto than than roll the dice with San Fran. I just don't feel great about anyone in there. But Scooter's a good call. All right, now the Nats and left-handed pitching. What do we know about them, Chris? The Nats and left-handed pitching? Yes, I believe that's 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 the quiz. Like they've been hitting left-handed pitching all year. And Soto as well has been and Soto left, as well. Yeah, so yeah. I know I love Robbie Ray's been good to us lately, but on a night where he's 10 4, he's basically the same as Clevenger in that same kind of range, and the same as Lynn, 10 5 and 10 7, respectively. Uh, I'm gonna fade him against the Nats completely. Um, and, and look, it might be wrong and maybe it's fun as a multi-entry kind of thing. Cause the ownership might be really super low, but I don't like it. Uh, I do like Juan Soto in this one at three, eight on the fan side, Trey Turner at three, eight, those are really good values. And look at Victor Robles at two, uh, eight and even three, five on DK. He is a great lineup builder tonight. I know he's been really good, Robbie Ray, but 
look, he didn't get traded. Now he's stuck there in Arizona. So maybe, maybe it's a little bit of a letdown. Maybe he's like, oh, maybe I can pitch my way off this team and somebody will want me. Nope, you're stuck. Yeah. You're hanging out there. It's 140 Bummer. degrees in August. Yeah. Good yeah. Um, yeah. Top four average and Woba against left-hand pitching the nationals, you know, a, a sneaky little guy who's been better lately, top five in the month of July in terms of on base percentage. And this is a surprise, Brian Dozier, because he hasn't yep. been hitting, but he's been getting, it's on not base. a surprise. This is a guy historically who has monster second halves every year. He didn't have yes. one last year and everybody went nuts, but he was also hurt. So, and he also got traded to nationally. The whole lot of things happened for him. I think, this is what you expect, and I think you can expect a nice second half from Dozier because that's historically who he was for the Twins. Yeah, a two four on DK, three or three four on DK rather, two four on Fanduel. He's got five homers against lefties, hitting three fourteen. Uh, that's the second best average on the team behind Howie Kendrick, who potentially could get in there as well. So I was a little bit surprised to see that the Washington Nationals were road dogs here. I know it's Robbie Ray, and they're throwing out Joe Ross, who's obviously we don't have. You know, we're not we're not going to roster Joe Ross, but. I think the Nationals could do enough to win this game. I think they could be the the underdog win of the night. All right. Last but not least, Dustin May making his MLB debut. Very exciting young pitcher. Uh, 5'8 over on FanDuel, 7'6 on DK. May has enormous talent. It is a good matchup. My question is the innings. And uh, look, this is one that I want to watch, but I don't want to invest in. Uh, maybe you feel differently, Chris. He's going to be super popular, isn't he? Like, especially on FanDuel. Like, he's 5-something. He's 5'8". Yeah, but you know what? But here you go again. I would uh, Gossman is a much better return on investment, I think, tonight. I I agree. I agree. I just feel like he's going to be extremely popular here today. And we've said this all year about rookie pitchers. Just kind of fade them, you know, in their first start. I mean, there's a buzz in the fantasy community about Dustin May. There should be. Well, look, we missed the Yamamoto train. He had a couple really good starts out of the gate, back to back against the Cardinals. But overall, I think generally speaking, it's not always the best ROI. And dust, I think it's more tempting tonight because it's against the Padres it's and that's the Padres. Has some case. Yeah. That's the problem. But they also have some bats too. Yeah. You know, the Machado, Tatis, <laughs> oh, even Hosmer has been better lately. Brian Fro hit that home run yesterday. Talk about Margot, you mentioned moving back up to the top. That yeah. I just, it's not that I think Dustin May is going to be bad. It's just for this. If, if Kevin Gossman's price wasn't what it was tonight, I get it. I totally would get it more. But when you're talking about six, three for Gossman against five, eight for May, I'll take Gossman with that matchup with how good he's been since he's been back. And it's not even close for me. So yeah, I agree. There you go. All right. What else you got from the betting lines tonight for us? Chris Meaty. Yeah, just a couple little, just a recap here. I guess uh, we'll start at the top with the, uh, I like the Mets continue to roll here. Steve Matt's in the Hill. I like the Mets. I like the Blue Jays and the over, I like the over in Boston and New York. I like Cleveland by two runs. I like Atlanta by two runs. Minus 165 is actually not bad for them. I think you can take them by a couple runs. I'm going to stay away from Texas. It's just heavy, heavy favorites. They should be fine, but I don't want to lay that kind of juice. Houston by two, Minnesota by two, and we'll wrap it up with Washington. I like them at plus 120 against Arizona. Okay, we're back. It's time to call our shot. Yesterday was very good. We turned the keys on Freddie Freeman together for the first time all season. We made it all the way to August 1st without picking the same guy or like wanting to pick the same guy and sticking to it. And we did, and we were right. And then the secondary guy throughout there went yard and Nitro DFS was right. So if you missed the show yesterday, again, what the hell are you doing with your time? You were playing DFS. <laughs> so I'm going to go again tonight. I'm going to call my shot with <clears throat> you say Kikuchi and I say uh, run. That's right. Alex Bregman, Alex Bregman, 3.8. That's the guy I want. I love the value. I love him in the middle of this order. He's got enormous protection here. This is going to be a gimme, and I think Kikuchi's going to give it 
and Bregman's going to take it, and it's going to be a home run for Mr. Bregman. Who you got tonight, Mr. Meany? We're in the same game. Oh, uh, uh, all right, that's good. Game. I'm going to go with George Springer. I'm going to go with George Springer. Nice. I think the that's Astros rake tonight. Uh, righties is the way to go. Um, you know, we've, we've talked throughout the show about home run spots, so th- there are a few tonight. The Mets, obviously, in the Yankees game, um, and, you know, Colorado is obviously one, but definitely like the Astros tonight. Get in on them. All right, so there you have it. We are going to uh, obviously be back again on Monday and keep an eye out for the pre-snap as well, our football show. That's going to be coming starting uh, in the next week or so, so keep an eye out. Don't worry. Follow us on Twitter at JoePizzaPia17, at Chris Meany, and at Linestar app to get all the information. Uh, we'll make sure we keep tweeting links out for that show over the next couple of days, over the weekend and early next week, so everybody's on board, ready to rock and roll. <clears throat> Go get your Fantasy Football Black Book 2019 as well. Number one in fantasy sports. Number two, still in football. We are so close to that number one spot. We're coming for you. Number one spot. Time to take the black. So that'll do it for us. Chris Meany and I are hanging out tonight at the Flex League. The first time Chris Meany and I, after yes. five years of working together, <laughs> off and on in different places, we'll be in the same room. That's very exciting. Chris Meany. Yeah. Look at all this chemistry without ever being in the same room. I'm, I'm afraid for New York City tonight. What might lie ahead for them? I can't with, wait. With me and Meany. The big apple. <laughs> America. Let's go. America. Let's do it. We're getting the Canadian down to NYC. It's going to be a good time. So we'll tell you all those stories on Monday of all the debauchery. Maybe Glenn Sparkman and Genesis Cabrera will show up. Who knows? The night is young. So that'll do it for us. There's only one thing left to do, and that's step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by Linestar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meaney.